Hey everyone. Hey everybody, we're back. We are back again. As always, hoping that all of you are happy and healthy wherever you're at. Yeah, I'm sure they are. Well, hoping so anyways, because, you know, things are still weird, but things are always kind of weird. Yeah, well, aren't they weird? Good point. I mean, they got particularly weird here in the U.S., but there's a certain somewhat level of potential stability that's that's there at the moment. So it's a little less weird, except, again, we're still in a... It's apparently not considered a full-blown pandemic anymore, but uh, COVID is... Uh, it, it's still a problem. And still a lot of people are getting sick. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's something... Things are still weird in that sense. Wah, wah. Oh, we've been through COVID before. Yeah. I would imagine it's going to be one of those things that I, I've said it before. I would imagine it's just going to be something that's going to be just like with the uh, um, yearly flu, yearly cold. I have a feeling it's going to be a yearly COVID thing for all around the country. Well, probably all around the world, too. Yeah. Yeah. But again, hoping everybody's healthy through it. Yeah. It's weird having to go from one computer to the next. I could see that. <laughs> see, did you see me it's going different. down here? Like, where's the keyboard? Yes, the, where is it? Yeah, the keyboard yeah. is not there. Yeah. <laughs> it is over there, though. Yeah, you have the roll-up keyboard in your I desk. Love that I do not have keyboard. one. Um, it's nice. Well, you have a nice desk. I have a nice desk, yeah. too. It's just a different setup. Yeah. Oh, did you see this? Uh, the world population has apparently hit 8 billion people. Yay! Uh, well, it's not considered so much a yay thing. It's a, a sign that uh, basically there fewer and fewer people can have what they need. Just there's a uh, there's a struggle for all the necessities like housing and food and water. No. So again, wishing everybody well and getting through this. No. If it's just start eating babies. Oh. Oh no. Oh. Maybe cannibals have it right. They don't want to waste food. You think that's the case? You don't think cannibals might have something psychologically going on with why they would well, want to eat their own Well, see, kind? if I was the head of the cannibals, ah. I would say, look, don't kill Uncle Marty. We're going to chop him up and feed him. We'll lay tracks out, little pieces of him going into the center of this big open field to where whoever wants to eat Uncle Marty... We can jump it, kill it, and then eat it. So you want to use Uncle Marty as bait to as eat bait, other people. But, and if you think about it, once that animal has eaten Uncle Marty. Wait, that animal? Or are you talking about another person that's eaten Uncle Marty? Well, if, say that animal has walked up from the um, river or something, and it's okay. you know a mile, half a mile out okay. off the river. It starts munching on little pieces of Uncle Marty. Okay. You know, till it gets to him. Okay. And you kill it. And, uh, you know, you take the meat out and everything. Technically, aren't you eating Uncle Marty? Do a little bit? Yeah, I get your logic on this. But you're not, you're not uh, basically encouraging more cannibalism. You want to try to um, find ways for hey, cannibalism. Look, I just want to get reelected as the, as the head of the cannibals. Oh, so wait, are you are you head of the cannibals at this point? Well, they want me as their president again. They're going to have to fucking shape up. Again? So you've been president of the cannibals before. Um, that's not my first rodeo, honey. You know that. You're right. It's, I know it's not your first rodeo, but I was not aware that you were ever president of any cannibal, uh, any cannibal group or any cannibal uh, species. Of course. 
I, I was one of, unaware of this. In my younger days. Okay, so you're going to... run with a wild crowd. And... <laughs> well, that I know. I can imagine, especially since I didn't know that you were again part of the... Well, you were head of a, of a uh, cannibal sect. I was not head of it. You're president. They just elected me as their leader. Well, I would think that means you're they head. Wanted a seat. They wanted a certain place, you know, my opposing, <laughs> you know, they had their views on where they felt that the tribe should go. I had mine. So it's a tribe thing. Yeah. Now, since you were president of this cannibal tribe, were you a cannibal too? Well, no. My family did our own thing. But I can't imagine that being not a cannibal that they would have let you in to be part of this tribe. But I've never been part well, of the Look, I was a tribes, kid. I was born know. into it. So. Well, you were a kid. And yeah. when you were a kid, you were the president of the cannibal tribe. No. No, no it was not when well, you I was very young, of course. Okay. And what, what's your definition of very young? Eight. You were president of the cannibal tribe when you were eight years old. Yeah. You know, I've got to say, nothing would surprise me about this. <laughs> if anybody could pull this off, it would be Tim Schubel. Yeah. <laughs> well, but I'm just wondering, what do you have against Uncle Marty? I don't have anything against Uncle Marty. But you want to use Uncle Marty as bait for gun joining? He's dead anyway. Oh, okay. Cannibals don't eat live people. Yeah. I, I assumed as much. At least I hope not. There you go. But then I was going to say you could have people like, again, the, the show that was just recently on Jeffrey Dahmer killed and then ate them. Well, I'm sure, again, as disgusting as it sounds, mm. I'm sure there's a certain processing time. Like, you can't eat dead meat. Like, if a dead cow, if they're a day or two, you can't eat that meat. It starts it's, to spoil. It's spoiled. It's maggot it infested. It's bad. Yeah. You know, it's a circle of life. It's not your turn. So yeah. you, you lost out. I could see that. And I did know that there are actually cannibal. Well, there are tribes that actually do practice at least a limited amount of cannibalism. Mm. But I was not aware that you're president of one. No. Now, so this was when you were eight years old. When did you leave this? When did you leave this cannibal uh, leadership lifestyle? Oh, after my term is over. How long was your term? Forty-eight Sorry. hours. That's it. So <laughs> they ever last, honey? Well, as you say, did you have to run away because they were going to cannibalize you? No. I did a great job. <laughs> you did a great job. Okay. Now, how did you lead these cannibal people? I didn't. Okay, well, you did a great job. So yeah. how did you do a great job? <laughs> I didn't fuck things up. That's Sometimes you do a good job just by not fucking shit up. Okay, I could see that. That makes sense. But you only had yeah. 48 hours. Let's and stay then, the course. Stay then, the course. But then you left. Don't push it up. But then, okay, so you were there, you were a leader for 48 hours, and then you left. Well, no, it's when my term was over. Okay, but you, so you didn't stayed leave there. in disgrace or whatever. My term, term was over. Okay. That's how it lasts. How long did you stay as part of this cannibal tribe? Until I reached manhood. And now, what, what was manhood for you? Nine. Of course, I would expect and that. I trap everyone. <laughs> Because you were still sleeping with strippers by that point. No, it's just... <laughs> no. <laughs> like I say, I know you weren't that young. You well, were young, but I know you weren't nine years old. Right. At least I would think you weren't nine years old. <laughs> How did we get on the subject? Uh, I brought up... Well, you brought up, actually... Um, I did? Cannibals. 
How did I pick up cannibals? <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Right. How did that happen? I yeah, know. I'm really not How sure. How does anything happen? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to find. Like, I'm looking through my notes. Did I bring up? <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm looking through mine. I'm like, that's what? what it was. I brought up how the uh, world population has oh, had apparently right, 8 right, billion. Right, 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 right. And you said about how uh, uh, cannibals, uh, they need to <sighs> eat their own. And then you told me about how you were pres you were president of a cannibal tribe. So that's how we got into that. living history, honey. Yeah, I could see this. You don't need that history <laughs> books. What's up, Kwaku? Oh, thanks for joining us. Oh yeah. Oh, I saw this. I thought this was fun. Um, I this just made me so. This made me chuckle seeing this. A uh, in Kwaku China. Philip is in the live studio. Everyone. Right on. Oh, and, and by the way, if you're listening to us right now on um, Spotify or iTunes, oh, you're welcome. Boomplay too now. Oh, yes, yeah, so or Boomplay. Yeah, we're on Boomplay as well, too. The way Timmy Boy here puts it, you're getting sloppy seconds. Because once a week, we do live episodes only on Podbean. Or sometimes more. Yeah, oh, you're right, true. But usually it's only once a week. We're doing it on Thursday night now because um, for things, you know, in case something happens, we don't do one this weekend or it's a repeat yeah. one this weekend. Yeah. Uh, you know, Christopher Columbus is coming in for things. Giving day again, as he fun. does every year. He does, it's true. You know? I'm always curious about what he has to say. Me too. I love listening. <laughs> he's enter excuse me, he's entertaining. I know we were going to do a repeat this weekend, but that's okay. Yeah, we're but doing a live one you know, right now. In case we don't, whatever. However it works. Like I said, however that works out. Uh-huh. You know? But we'll keep grinding them out. Grinding mm -hmm. them out. Because we do. Oh, I was uh, starting to say, I saw this, in, um, in China, a uh, chain-smoking marathon runner, he goes by Uncle Chen, he's 50 years old. Is he related he, to Uncle Marty? Uh, it didn't say anything about Uncle uh, Marty, but he might be related to Uncle Marty, perhaps. Hey, Carlos! Thanks for joining us, Carlos. Oh, oh Carlos sure. Carlos just called in. All right. Carlos just wants to... All right, Carlos. Hey, how are you doing? ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? Bien, bien, Evo. How you doing? Bien, gracias. Bien, bien. Where are you from, Carlos? Mexico. Bien, bien. And where in Mexico? La DF. Uh, otra vez, por favor. La DF, señorita. La DF. Where is that? La capital. Oh, what was that? La capital. La Capital, you see, I've never heard it called that before. I was thinking always Mexico City, but that's, again, ignorant American here. But how are you doing? Sí, mucho ignorantes. <laughs> but how are you doing, Carlos? Bien, bien. Muy bien. Do you have a podcast that you do, too? Hello? You still there, Carlos? We may have gotten disconnected from him. Yep, looks like we got, we got disconnected from you, Carlos. Thank you for calling in. Call back. Perhaps. Or it even could be, uh, again, it's a bad, uh, bad connection. Or even for that matter, uh, he was, oh, maybe he speaks Spanish, maybe not much, uh, not much English. And he was uh, hoping that, again, he was going to speak Spanish and that somebody here would be able to speak uh, actual uh, understandable uh, Spanish back to him, and I, I don't have that skill set. Not yet, anyway. Oh, but thanks for joining us, Carlos. Oh, but yes, the I saw it. The little time we had, we enjoyed it. It's true. 
Um, but yeah, so obviously a chain smoking, uh, a chain smoking marathon runner who goes by Uncle Chen. Uh, he's from China, and he, this actually the marathon was in China. He finished a marathon in under three and a half hours. Oh, here we go. That's for you, Carlos. That's from Timmy Boy. Oh, I can hear Homeboy. I can hear Homeboy. I hope he's yeah. doing well too. Yeah, you too. Hope Homeboy's doing wonderful. Oh man! Oh, but yeah, but this Uncle Chen said he's finished in on uh, he's finished marathons in under uh, three and a half hours uh, before, and he said this time what he decided to do he wanted to take it easy, so he chain smoked almost the whole time, which is something. I, I mean, need some I, kind of verified proof. There you go. I mean, there's a picture of him, and he has a cigarette about, in his mouth, but that's yeah, just but one that's picture. Just one yeah. picture. Like get his book of world records or some shit. You It'd know? be fascinating. Yeah. Just to, just to see. I mean, I would think for one, if I did, I remember years and years ago, I had a friend who, um, I remember he told me that he was, he played football when he was a kid. Uh-huh. And um, he said, you know, I was on a train. And since he, of course, graduated high school, you know, he, he decided to keep running, keep training. He said he realized it's just too easy. So he said, I picked up smoking to make it more difficult for myself. And I said, you know, that sounds kind of dumb, right? And he said, yeah, I know. But he said, but it did make it harder for me to do. I said, why would you want to make it harder? <laughs> and he just said, I don't know. It just feels good to have the struggle. I said, maybe up the weight for the weightlifting? But yeah, but you never know. Yeah, you know, what else do they do in Ohio? Uh, well, this was actually in Michigan, but same, same story. Yes. <laughs> worse. Not worse, per se. About the same story. It's very much the same. Oh, no. See? Wait, is it your phone or did the screen crack? No. Not the screen, I mean the uh, oh, cover. Oh, no, yeah, maybe the cover. Yeah, because I know no. mine. The hey, look, okay. that's me. Thanks for joining us. Hey, look, that's me. Yes. Actually, that yes. used to be one of my, um, uh, for Proton, my Proton email. Yeah, hey, used to be, the, hey, no, hey, hey it's me. me, five. Well, hey, it's me, I had, and then somebody else. Of course. Took the other ones. But where are you from, hey, it's me? Or hey, hey look, it, it's me. England. England, yeah. We're in thanks, England. Thanks for joining us. You limey bastard. <laughs> oh, probably not so limey at all. Oh man, but yeah, I found that fascinating about a, a chain smoking marathon runner. Yeah. And I love it. He's fifty years old. He said, "Yeah, he does this." Yeah, I don't know if I'm believing it. You, yeah, I was gonna say you might be right. Perhaps. I mean, I saw this on BBC. Um, so it's, at least it's not a, uh, considered a garbage paper. Yeah. So what did you see? Oh, I was just saying, I saw an article. I saw an article that had talked about how a uh, chain-smoking marathon runner who's 50 years old finished a marathon in China in under three and a half hours, and he said he's done this before. I was impressed. That's what I saw. But what do you see right now? Where are you at in England? Yeah, or he smoked chains. You know, he didn't smoke <laughs> chains. He just smoked a lot of cigarettes, enough that it was like a chain of them, but no actual chains involved. Just the term. I was going to say, in the UK, do they call it chain smoking too? Because that's what they call it when uh, people smoke a lot here in the US. Yes, okay. Hey, look, it's me. Knows that. That works. So same kind of thing. 
But yeah, no, Uncle Uncle Chen didn't smoke chains. He just smoked that many cigarettes. Hey, remember last week how I had um, we I told you about the um, douchey. What was it? The douchey actor thing. Which douchey actor thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's so many of them. Oh, Sean Penn. Oh yeah, I was gonna say I remember that. Yeah, it's... and what happened a few days later? Um, yeah, and then uh, they got fucking bombed. Uh, Poland did. Ukraine did. But, but yeah. nonetheless, yeah. some shit went, like, some bad shit went down. It's true. I'm telling you, that guy's a fucking rat. And you know what? You know what? Maybe he might be. Um, hey, look at me. He said, I was joking. Do they call them, do they call them jokes in the U.S.? No, but we just call them, we call them cigarettes. We call them Lucy's. We call them, uh, um, actually, I think that's, what, what else, what else do you, because I've never been a smoker. So, have you ever heard them called anything else? Cigarettes. Yeah, cause you, I know you used to smoke. Smoke. Lucy. But, okay, Lucy's. Yeah, exactly. No, Lucy's, no, in, Lucy's spelled L-O-O-S-I-E-S. Because you can hear around, here around NYC, you can get... Because uh, they're $15 a pack here. Yeah. So, so you it's can basically about a dollar a piece. Yeah. So, you can go buy them individually. They're called, those are called, just buy one cigarette at a time. Those are called Lucy's. But, so, if you go to the Ray Bodegas, they get them for from Virginia that sells them for seven dollars. So um How do they sell them for seven dollars? Huh? How do they sell them for seven dollars? In Virginia. And yeah. then they bring up a whole bunch oh, of cartons. Just, that's why, okay. They bring them up. Okay. And then, you know And here in New York they don't have the New York prices on them. Right. Oh, thanks but, for joining um, us, Sean. Uh but anyway. Uh that explains it. I assumed that, that it was always just uh they were always just so pricey all across the U.S. Yeah. Now, Sean Penn the Rat, are you? Oh, I doubt that. And he looked at me and says, we call them fags. Oh, yeah, which is true. I've heard you say that. Which seems to raise a few eyebrows if you say you're going outside for a fag. Yeah, that's, that's Raises true. Raises a few eyebrows and lowers a few pants. Oh, there <laughs> Lowers a few zippers. I suppose so. You could say you could, you could, have, a, you could have good company, depending. <laughs> And Sean says, nah, different Sean. Yeah, exactly. That's not Sean Penn. And I'd imagine not Sean Connery either. <laughs> not Sean Connery. Oh, man. Yeah, we haven't had Sean Connery visit in a while. Nah, well, Christopher Columbus is coming in on Thanksgiving. It's true. He is coming in Thanksgiving. But then we got to have Sean come visit us, too. <laughs> uh, hey, look at me. Uh, do you like fags, Sean? Are you from the UK, Sean? If so, he very well may. I think he's from California. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna say for some reason I want to see maybe but what do I know because we have people from all over the place yeah. listening and Sean said hey look it's me I think I have to say yes right they <laughs> go hey look it's me says San Francisco maybe hey nothing wrong with that I think Matt's in San Diego oh no 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 I know he's Matt. in uh, Minnesota isn't he Minnesota but they're driving to San Diego to for his friend's uh, birthday really I didn't know they were going out to California Okay. Very nice. And he looked at me and said, I'm still talking about cigarettes. Exactly. Yeah, we know. We know. Oh, man. Like, do you smoke? Either of you, Sean or Hey, look, that's me. No? No. All right, Why are you talking about cigarettes then? Uh, because we because I brought up the whole thing about uh, Uncle Chen. Yeah, right, 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 right. That's where it came from. And Sean says cigarettes that identify as homosexual. You know what? That's it's all right. No, I loved smoking when I smoked. 
I remember you did. I enjoyed smoking cigarettes, man. Woof. I'm glad you don't anymore. <laughs> I'm really grateful the, you don't. It cost a fortune, but it did. Man, I just there's nothing like that. That boom, man. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, it's it's something. Because I'm just I gotta say I'm appreciating knowing I'm gonna have you around for longer since you're not smoking as much. No, I know, but I'm saying if um you still I, enjoyed it. I did. If I had a week to live, I'd be like smoking the whole time. Oh, I know you would. I know you would. Hey, look at me. Said I identify as last Wednesday. <laughs> That's good. Oh, right, right on. <laughs> but I read the douchey actor thing now. Yes. This week. What's that? Is the office the guy from the office, Rain Wilson? Oh yeah, he played Dwight. Dwight. That's yeah. what, he, even if people run into him on the street, he's probably Dwight. Oh yeah, most people know Dwight. <clears throat> he's done other stuff too, but he's really well known as Dwight. Yeah, well, he changed his name to, um, you know. Uh, oh, I see. Rainfall, heat, wave, extreme winter Wilson. To protest climate change. Okay. All right. I but the best thing is they have um. They have a picture. They had a picture of him. Yeah. He looks like such a douchebag because he just like he's so proud of what he did. Like, he actually did something. That's the worst part of it. Looks so proud oh. of Like, oh, look what I did. You know what? You want to impress me? What's that? Sign something saying that all your residuals from the office yeah. will go towards the scientists trying to change it. Okay. All right. That, you know, I'd be a good enough. That would impress me, rainfall fucking water bug. Oh, no. No, I didn't see. We didn't see the UK office. Yeah, we haven't got it. We've seen the one for the US. I think they're like, it was only like one season, right? But yeah, we definitely do want to see the one from the UK since that's where it started. Two. Two yeah, seasons. Well. So, yeah, so we'll have to, we'll actually have to see it at some point. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, because it lasted here in the US for a minute. Well, the US version. That, um, what is it? Uh, yeah, and I'm just pissed. I can't remember his name, but the other dude that wrote with um, uh, I know who you're talking about. I know exactly who you're talking about. I'm trying yeah. to remember his name too. The uh, ones, Ricky Gervais. Yeah, the one, and the one who worked with Ricky Gervais for writing these. Let's see. Uh, you see, and that's the thing here in the states. The um, the uh, UK at um. Each season is 12 episodes. Yeah, that's what Here. Hey Look It's Me just said, that in the UK... See the Merchant, said, yes, that's who... Yes, I, exactly. I think, I think he's super, super funny. He is. Like, I, think, I, I don't want to say he's funnier than Gervais, but I just think he's got a different style. Yes. But it makes me laugh just that much harder. They, but they work together so well. You know what, because I think he plays more of an idiot than Gervais does... And I think that's brilliant, but I just think he's so funny. That's something, whereas I didn't see him as more of an idiot. I see him no, as more of a... No, but he plays, like, well, yeah. his, his delivery in a joke is the way he just delivers it. I don't know. I can't explain. Okay. Just, extras was great. Oh, excellent. That was so Especially funny. Especially when Stephen Merchant played his agent and Ricky Gervais yes. comes walking in in his office and he's actually jerking off to a pen. <laughs> That one nudie pen. Oh my god, I fucking died. I fucking died. Oh man, and when Sir Patrick Stewart came in for an episode and talked about the sign that he's not allowed to walk on the grass. Oh man, or Sir Ian McKellen. That was so funny. You aware that I'm not actually a wizard. (laughs) So good. Yeah, they say yeah, we saw that. What an excellent show. But yeah, when when uh that was fucking (laughs) 
That whole thing with like Stephen Merchant beating off to a fucking pen. So funny. My God, it fucking died. Yeah. Died. Well, even thinking too, like I appreciate seeing this. Uh, a lot of times I saw well, see, uh, Stephen Merchant as well too. Sometimes different characters working with Ricky Gervais. <laughs> Stephen Merchant as the straight guy. Ricky Gervais would be coming in with something nutty, being a ridiculous character one way or another, an a-hole one way or another, and Stephen Merchant's the straight guy. In this. Right. The only thing I saw. Uh, Stephen Merchant doing differently was um, Inglorious Bastards, mm. where he was a fucking oh god, he was fucking dark. Just, wow, what a great movie! Yeah. Yeah, but he was that dark fucking Nazi guy. It's true. Oof. It's very true. He well, to go Nazi, you have to go pretty dark, so yeah. it makes sense. But he fucking was excellent. It. I want to watch that movie again though. Not mm. tonight. Well, I have just to, like I, I said, when I had that salad, like I woke up. Yeah. Woke up the other night, I'm like, I'm a little hungry, I'll have some salad. Yeah. I put fucking Cinemax on, you know, scrolling through the channels, so I figured, yeah. you know, there's nothing else on, I stopped at Cinemax, and it was a young, 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 young George Clooney, and um, a young, 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 Quentin um, Tarantino. Quentin Tarantino, and it was uh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Or From but, Dawn Till Dusk. Yeah. Right, or whatever, and mm-hmm. yes, Afterlife, we watched... Yes, we did. Oh, um, what a great show. Yeah, and we watched Derek as well, too. Yeah, Derek's good. Yeah, it's an excellent show. Like, new one, Ricky Gervais, everything he does is mm-hmm. good. So we knew it was going to be good. Yeah. But it was, every time it's even better. We expect. Yeah. No, but yeah, but you're saying you got to watch From Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, and the whole, well, I'm not going to be up long. I really don't want to watch I'll get too involved with anything. That is until you started watching it, right? Until, right. <laughs> Especially with infomercials. That's just fucking... Yeah. I just really need, like, some light to watch what I'm eating. Okay. <laughs> so I don't get any on me. I can see that. That makes sense, because I was asleep at that point in time, so you didn't want to turn on all the lights. Right, so... That's very considerate of you. But what a great so, movie to get to watch. So, yeah, so, but I was at, you know, towards the end, obviously, when they were, went into the bar. Yeah. And the band was playing in there. And, and, and like, Salma right. Hayek? Yeah. Well, yeah, but no, but it's before Salma Hayek. It okay. was just like, wow, that's a really good song. And, and Harvey Keitel. Harvey Keitel. And Danny Trejo. Uh, and Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis, yeah. Yes, yes. That's a great movie. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. That was, it was a fun movie. 20 years ago. Yes, it was. And her uh. boa. There you go. Yep. Sean says Selma Hayek and her boa. Absolutely. She is freaking gorgeous. So no surprise. She, yeah, she and her rocked boobies. that role. And her, her boobs. Her boobs and her boobies. <laughs> there you go. I mean, she's gorgeous. So no but it surprise. looks like her boobs got bigger. Yes, since then. Since then, yeah. Because really? they were bigger in 30 Rock than they were in that movie. Okay. Well, she's since had kids uh, from between uh, uh, from Dusk Till Dawn. She had kids in between from Dusk Till Dawn till um, uh, Thirty Rock. So I would imagine that's probably why. Because the whole thing, like, yeah, you you get pregnant. That's one of the things that happens is your boobs get bigger. So the udders got bigger. There you go. <laughs> it works. All right. But yeah, she. Br- oh, I mean, everybody in that movie brought it. So no surprise. So much fun. Haven't seen that. In it forever. was it was a fun movie. Yeah. Dark, but fun. Not as dark as, again, uh, Stephen Merchant as a Nazi soldier. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks yeah, for no, liking because us. Because it wasn't, you know, <laughs> Stephen Merchant, it wasn't fun at all. But Yeah. Um, yeah. 
oh, but somebody, again, somebody has to play those dark roles. Yeah. If you don't play the dark roles, those stories don't get told. It's true. Yeah. Very true. Oh, yeah. Oh, I saw this. This is this is at least good-ish news. Um, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, Malta is actually in the process of uh, starting to put it into their constitution. They're going to allow doctors to perform abortions in cases of protecting uh, mothers who it's going to be a detrimental to their health or could kill them. Um, because apparently it was uh, completely illegal in Malta, as it is uh, completely illegal in far too many places. So Malta is saying, like, well, they're going to help people around the, around the area. He looks at me and said, Brian and Charles is quite dark. Has Brian, Brian Gittins from Afterlife. Yeah, haven't gotten to see that one yet. Brian and Charles, we haven't even heard of. No. Okay, but Brian Gittins, but okay. I will make a note of it and we'll watch it. Um, how many, is it a, uh, who's in it? And how uh, many Brian, seasons? Well, Brian Gittins is in it. Brian Gittins is also ah. Afterlife. So there you go. So um, let's see. David Earl wrote it. Okay. What else has David Earl written? Either way, we're going to watch this. Yeah. And I would imagine we're going to become fans of David Earl's work coming up, too. Earl plays Brian Gittins. Oh, okay. All right. And thanks for joining us, Chris Wilson. All right. So we're going to have to watch this. Well, who's that guy that one actor from Australia that played up? Oh, Wilfred. That was a oh, good show. Oh, yes. Um, mm, Jason Gass. Yeah, that was a good show. So fun. Loved that show. It came and went as soon as it... It did. You know. It was excellent. It was too short of a series. I mean, it ended well. Um, yeah. It came and went too fast. True. And Elijah Wood, no surprise. He's yeah. good at everything he does. So excellent. Yeah. But, um... I saw that at Blink-182 was going on a world tour, too. Right on. Get it. Yeah, those dudes haven't aged either. You know, that's true. I haven't, I've seen pictures of them. They look the same. Yeah. So good for them. But even though you were telling me that one guy had, like, what, heart surgery or something? Oh, uh, well, he had actually, um, I, uh, Mark Hoppus had actually cancer. The singer? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it's um that was a few years ago. I, I since they're going on tour, I would hope he's doing well. Mm. I mean, I'd hope all of them are doing well. I feel like I've had some seasons two or three of TV. Uh, a lot of times when it's good. <laughs> yeah. It all depends. It's true. Yeah, he looked at me and just said, "Do you like seasons? Uh, seasons? Oh one, yeah, two okay. Seasons I got you. Yeah, because like getting back to Thirty Rock, some episodes were. I'm sorry, some seasons were like. 12, some were 18, some were 22, some were... And then some were 8. So, yeah, so... Usually I mean, it's I, underst mm -hmm. I understand where if um, the first or second season is only 8 or 12, I get that because they don't know if it's going to suck or not. Yeah. Or maybe just that short of a story that, like, this is all this is all there is to it. Right, and it's I appreciate one... But again, that was still even... That wasn't... It was long ago, but not that long ago in the TV world because that was before Hulu, that was before all these other streaming services. Now that yeah. everyone has a TV show, and still they have a story to tell. Yeah. I can be told I'm going to tell it in this amount of episodes because that's all I can do. And that's that's okay. all this story is going to last because people coming in and out of our lives all the time. Yeah. 
get as many as much as much as we like them. Yeah, it's over, and they yeah. moved on, or it just that was it. It lasted for as long as it did, and then so, it ended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah he looked at me and said, "I find twenty-two eps per season too much." Yeah, a lot of times twenty-two episodes for a season does seem a little much. And he looked at me and says, "Particularly uh, here, sitcoms lasted two or three seasons." Uh, mainly, they're too watered down after that. Okay, yeah. When Chris Wilson said, Good evening, uh, Timmy and co host, I just ended my one and a half hour uh, briefing in Adelaide, South Australia territory with South South Osman Strange Days. Thanks for joining us, Chris. And who's, uh, was, uh, which I have no idea what a lot of that. You- you just said means, he actually. Just, yeah, he just finished uh, his one and a half hour briefing. Yeah, in what? In Adelaide. One, in South Australia. In Adelaide. Is, um... Okay, that's, I was going to say, that's cool, which uh, I would try to do that, a... Uh, that, I, was, I would try to do a Dell expre- um, impression, but... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, thanks for liking us. Happy days, brought in more from... Or, yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. Okay, I could see that, yeah. Um, he looked at me and said that, um, which is something I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know that's what it was. And then again, I only got to see, I'm, I was born after Happy Days, so I got to see every now and then. I'd, whenever I remember when we uh, would go on family vacation, the thing that my sister and I would always look forward to is that we'd get to watch uh, cable, and we'd watch Nick at Night. When we get home from uh, watching, you know, get, get home from vacations. Um, but yeah, but that's really cool. Well, thanks for joining us, Chris. Now, yeah, what uh, Timmy Boy here was asking, uh, what was your briefing on? In Adel- uh, uh, Adelaide. Adelaide, yeah. Like I say, in the coastal capital, that's cool. In South Australia. Beautiful. But very nice. Beautiful area. I mean, Australia is beautiful as a whole. Right, but I'm saying it looks very beautiful. Yeah. That's I hope true. it was, yeah, I hope it was a uh, very successful and fruitful um, meeting. Hour Our and briefing. a half briefing. Yeah, I'm sure it went very well. Oh yeah, I hope your briefing was spectacular. And um, uh, is it, it better to well. be briefed or debriefed? Oh, I don't know. I imagine that's a case by case thing. (laughs) And Sean says, "Good, good convo. Love all these TV shows and movie references." It's like I remember uh, back in the day, uh, Zsa Zsa Gabor was on Johnny Carson. Okay. And he asked her, and she's gorgeous. And he asked her, "Do you dress for men or women?" Yeah. Yeah, Because he always dressed so elegant and sexy. Yeah. She's like, "Well, I dress, I dress for women, but I undress for men." Yes. Yes. I that's the best answer. That's excellent. Yeah. And that's why, again, she was so sexy. But again, with the broken English, was all right. Well, that's part of that's part of I think what's so sexy too. But the whole of still the whole yeah. of the flirtation of it, the whole <laughs> the slight come hither. And that was a that was a TV show that was like we were talking about that. They were like Mr. Ed. <laughs> if you guys, if you've never seen Mr. Ed, watch a few of those TV shows. Uh, Mr. Ed and uh, Green Acres. Green Acres was one of my favorite TV shows. Oh, I know. Just the stupid fucking Jessica Gabor, you know, in this fucking mud hut with the, like, oh, I'm going to be a farmer. Beverly Hillbillies, yeah. Yeah, look at me exactly. Beverly Hillbillies, there you go. But it's funny, I was going to say, because Green Acres, that's very much you and I. Yeah. In some ways. Exactly. Like, monsters, oh. yeah, monsters. 
all monsters. I remember getting to see a few episodes. I dream of Jeannie. I was I would watch, but I would get so angry as a kid because I'm like, you better fuck her and fuck her good <laughs> because she's asking for it every day. This episode, you still haven't made a move, you fucking oh, homo. Man. I'm like seven, and I'm ready to fucking <laughs> chunk my fucking drawers. And Chris says, Timmy boy, you need to know world geography. Australia is divided I do into need three to know world equal geography. sections. Eastern Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Central Northern Australian Territory, and Southern Australian Territory, Western Western Australian Territory. There you go. I was going to say, yeah, that's something. Again, American ignorance. We don't know all those different uh, divisions. Just know Australia is Australia. But they, you know what, though? He's right. Look at me. He said, um, they ruined it when they got together. When Jeannie and Major Nelson got together, the yeah. show actually did suck. Really? Okay. It did. <laughs> that's And he's bad. right, though. But as bad. a kid, I'm watching, I'm like, we fucker already? Maybe, you see, and then maybe that would just, should have just been the show. He found her at the beach yeah. in a bottle, brought her home, and like five or six episodes, banged her and been done with her. The Put her back in the over. bottle, and we got done fucking her, throw her back in the beach with Whoa, the bottle. that's cold. That's the show. That's cold. Instead of having to marry her, oh. put her back. Yeah, yeah, GDLC, go back in the bottle, cap Whoa. the bottle, and throw it back in, let's smell it, or give her, give her to Roger way to, to be let a, her find or something. Way to be a dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's the show. Because the show, the way it, it went from there. And hey, look at me, said, who was hotter, Jeannie or Samantha? Oh, Jeannie. Absolutely Jeannie. Okay, all right. And you know who's even hotter than fucking Jeannie? Who? Jeannie's sluttier sister. Now, was she actually sluttier, or did you imagine oh. she was sluttier as a kid? Oh. I think either one would have fucking done it, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jeannie's sister is the one who's hotter. <laughs> and Chris to? says, Miss, uh, what is your preferred name? I'm Jolyn. Nice to meet you, Chris. Also, where are you broadcasting from? I live in Naples, Calle Conde, south, uh, Southwest Florida. All right. We're in New York City. Like, we're right in Manhattan, like in Concrete Jungle, which means dreams are made of. That's where we're at. We live in a skyscraper. But Southwest Florida, how are things right now, there right now? Hopefully things are going okay. We have family in Florida and some friends there. Hudson Yards. It's true. Oh yeah, that's it. if you look up Hudson Hudson Yards, we live close to there. And uh, hey, look, it's me. Says Ginger or Marianne from Gilligan's Island. Uh, Marianne. But because Ginger would probably have too many STDs. Oh. Plus she was uh the millionaire. She was an actor. She was no. She was the millionaire's fucking uh, gumad. Oh, you think so? No, I know so. You know how do you? What know do you think this? you're fucking? Idiot? She just like that on a fucking uh, three-hour tour. Well, I imagine because there, there's some of us, we just want to look good when we go places, no? But why was she on the boat in the first place? Well, I imagine because she wanted to go Because in case the guy finally got an erection. Because they didn't have fucking fire back then. <laughs> and Chris Wilson says, Jolyn, I'm a severely disabled vet. It's easier if I call in. Sure, Maybe call in, Chris. Type with one oh, absolutely. Call in if you'd like. All right, Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you doing? Fine. Uh, um, well, as best I can. Do uh, your partner? Uh, do you go by 
Tim or Timothy or what do you what do you prefer? Either way, it doesn't matter. All right. Um, I've been doing. I was doing eight international podcasts. Now I've cut it down to three. Um, okay. It's just too much work. I grew up in the Netherlands. I'm from. Uh, you're from New York City. I suspect uh, Manhattan. Um, I grew up. I was born in Bridgeport, and I grew up in Fairfield, Connecticut, and then moved over. It's 45 miles outside. I used to go in. I used to go in and watch uh, all the tennis matches because I was uh, an exceptional athlete, so to speak. Uh, uh, and, well, I that was then. Uh, I I when I my father took an overseas job. We moved to the Netherlands in 1969. I went to international high school in The Hague in the Netherlands, but also traveled throughout Europe, uh, the British Isles. Uh, Western Europe, uh, I got to Eastern uh, Germany and uh, Russia, but I did not get to see six countries. Greece, I didn't get to see Central Italy, uh, Spain, Portugal, Ireland, and uh, Iceland. But I saw the rest. Do you think, you know, would you want, like you said, you're severely disabled. Would you think you'd want to travel to those, any of those countries coming up? Well, considering I, I had an I had a extensive near-death experience when I was 20 years old, uh, I... This is going to sound, I'm not here to talk about this, but it's just that, uh, I, I would, it's, it would go beyond most people's comprehension, but I, uh, I was in a horrific car accident where I broke most of the major bones in my body. I come from a medical family. Uh, two of my cousins are very well known in the, uh, the medical industry. One's in New York city and, uh, he manages two hospitals. He's a director. And the other one is uh, in Denver, Colorado. But the point is that um, uh, when I uh, had that car accident, um, not my fault, but um, I broke uh, both, uh, uh, both legs in the, in the uh, femurs. They're called commutative where they, they splinter. The right uh, hip was sheared off. Uh, my right wrist was shattered. Uh, five ribs, uh, true and false ribs, uh, were fractured, and my mandible maxilla, your jaw bones, were were fractured. So, I was in traction for six months in 1975, uh, July 2nd to uh, December 31st, and of that time, the first three and a half months, I was comatose. Oh, so I, I know what lies beyond, and we've been lied to forever. I learned over 80% of what lies beyond what you call death. Death is not death. We never die. We are eternal beings. We're just not immortal. Whatever is wrong with the body stays with the body, mentally or physically. Uh, and that, uh, however, our fourth dimensional realm, what we call death, is not controlled by the creator. It should be, but it's not. There, We're not... I'm sorry? What's it controlled by? I told you it would might go over your head, but basically... The, we are not alone in the universe. There's, we're third-dimensional physical or corporeal beings. Uh, the next phase in our ascension is of the fourth-dimensional etheric realm. And it is controlled by what is known as reptilians, which are the Alpha uh, Dracos and the uh, Omega Orions. And they also have the 3.5-foot gray uh, grays that uh, are subservient and cloned race. And... They have IQs that are, our best IQ is 180 uh, by our antiquated uh, uh, intelligence scale. 
their IQs are 1,200. It's not arithmetic. They're, it's exponential. They're 500 times smarter than us. It's like we're an ant. And when you cross over, uh, basically, you go through, everybody will experience this. And I tell them on all the podcasts. And But I brief about, I've written, edited, and forwarded 8,000 essays. And I do this. I just got a briefing with South Osmond uh, in Australia. I've been on a show uh, for the past year. And I do one in Ontario, Canada, but he decided to, to not do live broadcast. But I do one in the Netherlands on every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, which is your time. And then Australia is 12 hours difference, depending. It could be 12 or 13. Uh, that was uh, tonight. Uh, but we'll be doing one again tomorrow morning at by basically 8.30 a.m. Um, and it's um, it's called Strange Days. Uh, I used the uh, uh, pseudonym of Chris Wilson for over 25 years. I worked as a uh, in the military as a uh, junior officer, as a captain for 12 years, and then uh, went into the Defense Department uh, as an analyst uh, for um, the next 10 years, and then worked graduate education between uh, Monterey, California, and Honolulu, Hawaii for the next six years. But the point is... Uh, uh, if you want to know what life is, yeah, I can I can summarize it very quickly. Where was where was your favorite place that I lived? Yeah, Honolulu or um, California, uh, Honolulu. Uh, Honolulu. Honolulu, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so. Why better than uh, <clears throat> Monterey? Monterey. Oh, I'm getting echo now. Um, okay, Monterey, California is. Central Coast, California. It's 100 to 110 miles below San Francisco and 360 miles, 365 miles above Los Angeles. It experiences the, uh, it's northern central coast, so it experiences uh, only good weather for a couple months out of the year. Mostly it's, uh, it's foggy, uh, rainy, mist, uh, sometimes uh, hail, uh, very seldom does it snow only once in 20 years, but it's, it's just miserable. We had, uh, four years in a row where we had, uh, uh, 4th of July that was, uh, 59 degrees and it was foggy and, and cold. So it, it does have a lot of nice features to visit as a tourist, but I was there because of, uh, I worked for the army, uh, at, uh, several bases. One was Fort Ord. And then, uh, after I separated, I was selling weapon systems for our government and military, which I call the unholy trinity, which is our federal government, the military, and the intelligence agencies. And I held uh, elevated uh, TS uh, security clearances. So I had access to a lot of knowledge that, unfortunately, the rest of the world will never know. I'm sharing it, and I've been a whistleblower for over 30 years. Now, so. doesn't that put you in danger, being a whistleblower? Well, if you expose it enough and expose the names, yes, it would. But it's they already know that I'm I'm disabled, and so they know I'm going to go out of this lifetime in probably one year. So it doesn't matter. But really? going to be that soon? Hopefully longer. Well, unfortunately, times are going to change this spring that will impact all of us. You're going to. I'm going to give you a prediction of what is what is going to happen. Uh, I'm. When I had my near-death experiences, will help you understand something a little bit better, is that uh, whomever can survive an extensive near-death experience, an NDE, the Creator gives us those individuals that can survive the pain and trauma uh, 
uh, for rebuilding their body. I was 20, so fortunately I was young enough. But uh, we all get a small gift from the creator. In my case, it's known as foresight, which is an element of... of yeah, you too. Yeah, Timmy Boy has that here too. It's an element of prophecy. Okay. Uh, yeah. the, one of the people I deal with, I know that the, the uh, top 100 alternative historians in the world, and I know who they are. I've uh, worked with uh, the, basically the first 16 to 18 ones who cover the entire spectrum, okay, uh, as I do. The other 80 are typically uh, ones that are experts in one specific area. And this is what I've been sharing to the world for basically for the last 20 plus years. Because when I was in the military, I was selling weapon systems to Saudi Arabia. They bought $10 billion worth of Abrams battle tank M1A1 Block 1 tanks. And concurrently, simultaneously, the Israelis were buying $6 billion worth of uh, Apache Delta H-64 attack helicopters. Through my research over the years, uh, remember this date, September 27th, 1969, uh, I found in the Washington Post that this I dealt with the Saudi uh, royalty family when I was selling weapon systems. They, in fact, I met three of them when they came to purchase out of the six in the that came to buy them and uh, see how they functioned. That um, they admitted in the Washington Post uh, that uh, they were of Jewish blood that came over from Israel in 500 A.D., they created Sharia law, which basically anyone that opposed their hierarchy lost their head or limbs, and they supported Israel. So you're you're not we've been the, the world has been lied to forever, and I've I've been sharing this knowledge for decades. Anyway, the point is that Zionism runs the world. It controls Zipin of Zipinian of uh, China. It controls Vladimir Putin of Russia, it controls Donald Trump of uh, the USA. And it's uh, basically the war in Ukraine is artificial. It's a prefabricated war to, every, to tie it because our entire civilization, we are the fifth root race of mankind. We're known as the Aryan race. The fourth root race was the uh, Atlantean race, which I've been discussing on the podcast like today. Uh, the third root race was the uh, Lemurian race in the Pacific. And the uh, uh, second root race was the Hyperboreans. And the first root race was the Polarians. The first and second were above the 30-degree latitude when uh, uh, north of Scotland and Ireland. And uh, they, um, the Hyperboreans moved uh, uh, beneath the Gobi Desert. And uh, basically, our Earth has changed completely. We have deep underground tunnel systems that span this entire world uh, there are ancient ones that go back hundreds of thousands to millions of years, but there's also re recent ones by the deep state that has been developing them since 1938. And I'm, I have seen one of them in uh, Colorado. Anyway, um, life is going to take a deep change for the worst. Uh, the banking system will collapse between uh, uh, basically March 15th, no later than May 15th. And... This has all been pre-planned. Uh, it goes back, I've traced it back over 20,000 years to Babylonia. Anyway, um, so I'm, I'm going to be leaving the country. Okay, where are you going? Thailand. Okay. Why Thailand? Yeah. Okay. There, there, I'm getting an echo. 
there's two safe places. Maybe you have to mute your mic when I talk. I don't know. But uh, there are two safe places. Uh, my son lives in Medellin, uh, Colombia, uh, in the neighboring town called Rio Negro. He teaches English to the uh, uh, to this uh, uh, local colleges uh, in uh, the second largest city, which is Medellin. Uh, Bogota is the capital. Uh, the Medellin is the second largest. Uh, Millet is the third largest. And then uh, Cartagena is the fourth largest. He's there. He comes back about once every four or five years when I see him. He's 41 now. Um, so uh, Colombia is the only country in Central and South America that has not collapsed. All the others have collapsed financially. Uh, in Europe, uh, during the COVID, all Eastern European countries collapsed financially during uh, and in the current time. Uh, the last one in Western Europe was... Uh, Finland, which collapsed, but all your nations in this debt-based, petrodollar-driven economy, they've all collapsed, and we're next. And basically, uh, it's unavoidable and irreversible. So uh, Thailand, there are between five and six cities of 150,000 or more north of Bangkok, and uh, you can live there for $1,200 a month and have a maid or a live-in girlfriend, whichever. So, does that make any sense to you? Wow. Yeah, could see your logic on this. All right. What the public doesn't realize, there's so much, but uh, the the affluent, the, basically, in, um, the doctors and professionals, uh, the elite class, uh, from Western Europe and Canada and some in the United States have all transitioned either to uh, Thailand uh, Malaysia, Indonesia, or Singapore. The two strongest currencies in the world, if you wanted to rank them, number one would basically, and it's it's not by what you research, you have to know this. Uh, my undergraduate work was uh, uh, finance and economics. And then I studied uh, later uh, international affairs and policies. Anyway, um, Switzerland actually has had the, one of the strongest currencies uh, because... Uh, basically, they have started every war since the 1300s that was founded by the, the Knights Templars and the Sovereign Military Order of Malta, the SMOM. But history has been completely written, and everything you learned in life to date, 99% is wrong. It's a combination of lies, deceptions, disinformation, cover-ups, uh, false truth, and treachery. The 1% that we have all learned is from our parents, their grandparents, and for generations untold about... Uh, how to live on this in this world, uh, in this universe under the Creator, by the morals, ethics, values, and mores. That part is correct. All right. Um, did you have a different question? No, no, I'm not listening. Well, I was just trying to share share knowledge. Um, I mean, I've I've got basically the equivalent of like seven lifetimes cra crammed into my brain. <laughs> I've studied for over thirty years and. So your dog years. I'm sorry? It's like dog years. Okay, well, I'm over 50 percent death from helicopters of the uh, the Black Hawk UH-60 helicopter and the uh, Iroquois or the Huey UH-1 helicopter because I had over uh, 120 flights in those. Wow. And that's not good because Army helicopters, they're not insulated. And even though I wore earplugs and sometimes I had headphones, 
uh, I was the protocol officer and alternate admin officer. Uh, they, the, all the VIPs that I dealt with in Washington, D.C., uh, Virginia and Maryland, they all wanted my headsets because they wanted from Congress to the Pentagon. I dealt with all of them. And unfortunately, our civilization all cons solely comprised of wars and conflicts. And that's not how, our, that's why I got out of the military. I realized that it wasn't functionally feasible to sell weapon systems to nations to just to kill off humanity. So I departed in 92. Um, you know, a, lot of, a lot of good things came out of wars too. Of, um, namely? Of, you know, with medicine and everything else. Like uh, with, um, what was it? With um, sonar and all that. But we could have developed that without. Well, no, we could have, but we would we have. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. Would but let we me... have done that? Would that have opened the door? Like, hey, we can we use this machine to you to use it to scan for X-rays on people if we didn't have that, or because it wasn't invented. So if there wasn't a war, it wouldn't have been invented. Well, well actually, actually, if we were a humanitarian human race, they would have been they would have been invented positively. But we always been we've been conditioned and mentally brainwashed that we live by wars and conflicts. And that is not what the creator wants us to do. Uh, we, when we cross over into the fourth dimensional etheric realm, um, we should be ascending in both intellectual, into both spiritual and intellectual knowledge. We have been so conditioned between basically at least five aspects of society. Religion has been the most controlling because we all learned that there was always a division or a compromise between state and church. Then they attacked, uh, let's see, the next one was, uh, uh, goes all the way back to the uh, family circle where one in the era when I grew up, only one of my parents, my father worked, my mother was a housewife, but she did volunteer work in teaching. Uh, she was a school teacher. She uh, taught in uh, underprivileged areas in Bridgeport. Uh, I would never done that knowing how dangerous Bridgeport is then and now. Anyway, um, then they all they attacked. Uh, let's see. They went after the uh, using religion for the most controlling entity. Then they attacked uh, the education system, and that's being done today, where they're teaching uh, children uh, in grammar school and middle school that all of our founding patriots were actually terrorists. Education has been completely rewritten for the demise of this uh, culture. You will see that it's basically in less than six months where life will go from, it's gone from bad to worse to unbelievable, but it will collapse. And it's, we have uh, my partner and I, uh, his name is Tony. Uh, we talked tonight, but I had to do a podcast. Anyway, we developed a website. Write this down and you can check it out. You ready? You got a pen? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. This is for people that want to live more than one year and want to have five, 10, 15, 20 years more. It's called New Life. It's called New Life Aboard, all capital letters, one word, N E W L I F E A B O A R D dot com, newlifeaboard.com. It's a website. We're going to be transferring it from Big Daddy 
uh, GoDaddy rather over to a better one. Um, and what we're doing is we're going to be, this is a concept that has never been entertained. We're taking existing thousand foot ships and converting them from, uh, petrol fuel or electricity directly over to implosive renewable energy, which the creator wanted us to do in the beginning. But we've been so focused on this, um, monetary society and this is what has destroyed mankind. We're converting over to uh, what is known as solar, wind, and hydro. And all these will, uh, will be functional. Uh, the objective is uh, uh, to have uh, 12 ships to a supply, but these ships will go indefinitely. They'll be using Tesla batteries, Tesla coils, Tesla generators, and basically solar will, will uh, uh, be sent to the... Uh, uh, generators, uh, and then the generators will in turn uh, charge the batteries. The batteries will last eight hours, and then it'll automatically switch. There'll be four batteries per ship. Uh, the the ships will go 25 knots uh, per hour uh, cruising. Uh, they can go up to a maximum of 40, but uh, taking out the uh, uh, diesel engines or any other type of hardware like that will lighten the ship incredibly. They'll all be all, they're 11 stories tall. They're flat bottom. They have clamshell opening in the front for loading as well as in the back. In the aft, it has uh, ramps that load from the rear. These are all 100% green energy, and you'll be able to read and see all about this on our website. I wasn't here to pitch it, but basically time is very finite and it's limited. So I'm trying to do the best I can, share the knowledge, as well as uh, prepare the people for the worst. Uh, there are a couple other good shows that are out there. Uh, I have a partner on one of them. His name is Raccoon Six, or just Raccoon. He's in uh, outside of Billings, Montana. Uh, I live in Southwest Florida, Naples, in Collier County. But I did grow up in Connecticut until I moved to Europe, and then went to college in Colorado, and then with the military in California and defense as a civilian. Anyway, um, does any of this interest you whatsoever? and haven't heard before but one thing i know uh timmy timmy just say to me and i agree with him on this one too has anybody ever told you you have a good voiceover voice what in what in what regard i don't fully understand voiceover voice say again a voiceover like like it's sell if if you were to like hear a car commercial you know like the people talking in the back like the 1980 you know the 19 or I'm sorry, the 2022 Lexus, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like I was going to say, sometimes you hear like voiceovers. You have a good voice for voiceover. Oh, voiceover. well, I've, I've never done that. I Well, okay, let me rephrase that. You have a good voice for it. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. I didn't do voiceovers, but as the, as the uh, admin and uh, um, protocol officer for my agency, I briefed like the secretary of the army, the undersecretary, all your senior, the uh, deputy operations, I worked directly for him, uh, Mr. Walter Hollis. Uh, he was an SES-6. So I was uh, in my realm. I was well-known because I dealt with all the general officers and colonels all the way up to the in the Pentagon and up to the, not quite the chief of staff, but of that accord. Anyway, um, does it make sense to you that we should not live by war and conflict, that we should actually have a 
more of a uh, reciprocated society where we uh, focus on helping mankind rather than destroying it? That's simply a yes or no. Anyway, um, you can uh, listen to myself on, uh, uh, it's called uh, The Freedom Warrior or uh, um, The World Gone Mad in the Netherlands. That's every Tuesday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now I just reconnected with South Osman. I did one uh, tonight and for 1.5 hours, and then uh, uh, I'll be doing one tomorrow at 8.30 in the morning. So you might be interested if you want to learn about all the facts that you never learned in life to date. Anyway, I didn't want to over-occupy your time. Uh, I've been on probably, I don't know, 65 to 80 different podcasts. I am known. I have tried to help a lot of people throughout the uh, – the past uh, 1.5 years, I was on uh, darkoutpost.com for 10 consecutive months uh, for two hours a day. And then uh, he changed format and he cut me loose and cut the other person I went on to the show. Um, her name is Michelle Stefanik. She was a chief financial officer, slightly higher above than me in finance. And she was at the uh, chief financial officer of the uh, Nairobi Embassy uh uh, in uh, Kenya, and it was because of her uh, research and incredible knowledge base in finance as well, she uncovered that uh, there was uh, money by the CIA being redirected, and it turned out to be initially um, $14.6 trillion, which later turned out to be $41.2 trillion that was used by the CIA to fund all the wars in the Middle East. And so what they did is they put the bomb below her floor and tried to kill her and take out her staff and destroy the records. She had actually had taken leave for the weekend because she was being reassigned as a uh, set of a CFO. She was going to be a she was a foreign service officer. She was qualified and she was being sent to Santiago, Chile. What happened is that the CIA thought they, which is pure evil, the CIA is a, is a front for the Masonic Order, which is a front for the Illuminati. They are all one in the same. They are all coexist as one entity, and that is the Democratic Party today, which goes beyond people's conception because we've been trained to believe, conditioned, that we have two political parties and a very small third, which is independent. We have the Republican Party and we have the Democratic Party. But the Democratic Party uh, has been always funded going back, <laughs> wow, at least 100 years for this new world order. Okay. Um, anyway, you can turn your mic back on. And uh, uh, let me see. I'm reading your chats. And chats. So, but the, um, uh, what does it say? So the, those, uh, that other realm, they don't care if we blow each other up? The other, what? In the, you're talking about the fourth dimensional, fourth dimensional yeah. realm? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, this is what's going to happen. So remember this that I told you. So when this happens to both of you during your lifetime, whenever you, I never say we die, we cross over. That is a fact. Uh, whatever is wrong with the physical body stays with the body, whether it's mental and physical or both. Basically, we cross over into the fourth dimensional etheric realm. 
but the fourth dimensional realm is controlled. This is what happens. When you cross over, you're an energy orb, not a ball of light. Everything is telepathic. And you see a life review. This is not positive, but it does, you wouldn't know that. And what they have, the reptilians have done since they are, are can trans, transcend or transmute between the third and fourth uh, dimensions, they have already read your mind and they've uh, extrapolated pictures up to that point of crossing over, positive, neutral, and negative. And basically, so you see a life review of your life, okay, in like a slideshow. From there, the next step is you go to a review board. I call it the karmic review board because basically their whole mission is to convince you to go into the tunnel of light. It does exist. I went to that because I was too naive and gullible at age 20 about living and dying, or so to speak. And what the creator gave us, I never use the word G-O-D because that has been misused for countless millenniums by warlords and people that created uh, power thrones based on calling themselves GODs, okay? So uh, what happens is you get everything in life, uh, Tim, and uh, let me see, what was it? Not, uh, uh, you're, it begins with an R. Anyway, um, I'm sorry, Joe, Joe Lynn. Okay, sorry. And that didn't spell right. I, the voice to text is terrible, and you can see that. Podbean, by the way, was developed by the Masonic Order, and they absolutely own it and control it outright. That's why everything I've been kicked off uh, of uh, coming onto uh, panels to describe this knowledge, uh, I've been had my voice uh, muted, all sorts of fun things. But they've never stopped me from uh, relaying the truth to life and society. Anyway, uh, Jolin, basically the second phase, everything in life uh, from the creator is based on what we know as the concept free will, F-R-E-E-W-I-L-L. The reptilians must have your consent, okay? So what you do is when, you, when, you, uh, when they're trying to summon you before the review board, you merely telepathically state, I refuse to go before the review board. I refuse to go into the tunnel of light. They cannot force you. They will try every means possible. Oh, your, your mother, brother, sister, father, children, siblings, they all need you. Your life isn't uh, finished in the, in, in, in the, uh, on earth. You need to return. Ignore that, okay? And basically, um, they will extrapolate whatever they can when you cross over. So when I cross over, I will basically be uh, uh, thinking of nothing or no one person because whomever you are thinking of specifically, that is exactly whom they will assimilate as. They will transmute into that person because they can do that. They're, they're shapeshifters. And the, the 3.5 grades from Sirius A and B, they also uh, are have the same intelligence, but they're a cloned race. Our government's been working with them since the 19, at least 1934 that I've traced back with FDR. The public doesn't realize that we've had 16 Zionist presidents and no one does their homework and they all believe everything you've read. I mean, I could go on and on, but I, I don't want to. I just want to give you a quick highlight is that um, so by you refusing to go to the review board and refusing to go into the tunnel of light, you will go to the fifth dimensional plane.
the ethereal plane. Now, um, I always add two other lines to people, but basically is this. You state after you refuse to go into the tunnel light and the review board, you state telepathically, I wish to go to this word is you need to write this one down. O-V-E-R-S-O-U-L. I wish to go to my oversoul in the fifth dimensional realm. And you can say to live in peace and tranquility, whatever. But you have to state, you need, you want to state, I wish to go to my oversoul. That word is critical. I have a six minute video I found of a master that, uh, she describes exactly what happened to me 48 years ago when I had, when I had the horrific car accident when comatose. Anyway, um, and do you want to know about the fifth dimensional realm? What it, what it consists of? Sure. Okay. I'll just, they're of all equal value. I'm not prioritizing. I'm just naming them just off the top of my head. Number one is that there is no wars and conflicts. None. Zero. Number two uh, is that uh, there is no viruses, illnesses, carcinogens, or pathogens. So number three, you have lifespans that will be a minimum 800, typically 1,000 to 1,200 years, and you will personally decide when you want to cross over and regenerate. Number four is that you will never age beyond age 25. And this is what was given to us as an option by the Venusians in uh, 1957 that went with a uh, President Eisenhower and met with uh, uh, Richard Nixon as well, but they came to see Eisenhower. And we have many different races that are benevolent. There's three types of consciousness. There's benevolent, which is positive. There's indifferent, which is neutral. And there's malevolent, which is pure evil. Now, only the benevolent races will ascend in higher uh spiritual and intellectual consciousness. They're interrelated, but spiritual is first. And the ones that are neutral and uh, malevolent, they can only ascend to the fourth dimensional uh, etheric realm. However, they are indifferent is it's what is known in, in uh, what I learned when I crossed over. It's known as service to self or service to others. The benevolent are service to others, which means to help mankind. The other two are service to self. They will never ascend in higher uh, consciousness, but they do have, they are 500 times smarter than us. Our government has been working with collectively across the globe, 900 different races. And it just, it goes on and on from here. But the point is that uh, if I told you that Germany never lost World War II, you'd, you'd laugh at me. I was able to convince a 70-year-old German man. I would believe you. I would, I would believe you, actually. Okay. I have all this in proof in photographs and evidence that uh, basically... Hitler's, Hitler ran off to South America. He didn't die. That's correct. He was in Patagonia. He actually lived to at least 107. And he lived... Uh, he was uh, went to Patagonia, which is southern Argentina. And they had a mansion built for him there, uh, which is in a perfect hiding place with a grove of trees. You can only reach it by horseback but and by lake from on on the interior side but yes and then he came into the united states via lbj okay and uh <laughs> uh he was seen in the united states he was recognized and then uh uh disappeared but basically um he he went to uh california and one of the people i deal with her name is uh cisco wheeler w h e e l e r 
Wheeler is one of the Illuminati names. Her father was 17 generations Illuminati, brought her into it at a very young child age. Uh, then she was able to break free, and she uh, she's about 81 right now, but she uh, has traveled to Japan and back twice. Uh, she's been off the grid for 20 years. I managed to connect with her because I was on uh, um, the um, Jeff Shepard's uh, Right on Radio podcast, and I was on there for three months, and he told me, because we used to call once a week, he used to call me, because my phone is not set up for calling Canada. He's in Ontario. And that uh, I doubled his audience from 25,000 to 50,000 in three months because of all the knowledge base I'm giving the world. And this is what I'm doing with uh, South Osmond, Australia. He's got 30,000. Uh, I probably impacted him by at least five to 10. And in the Netherlands, uh, Lawrence, uh in Amsterdam, uh, he's at uh, 10.2 to 10.5 for the audience. I'm with uh, Dennis Barker in uh, uh, Great Britain, uh, Newcastle. But I know the true history of, of life in the world. Uh, have you ever traveled to the United, to the Western United States? Either of you? Yes. Okay. Have you seen the uh, uh, the mesas, the buttes, and the plateaus in like the Western states? Yes. You know what they are? No. They're ancient tree trunks. They're ancient trees. In we had two life forms. One is called silicon based. We are carbon based, and basically, in a very very ancient times, I've traced our civilization by as best as possible. It's nineteen point six billion years old, is our planet, and that those in ancient times. Just like if you ever watched the movie, what is it, Avatar or something like that, where you see this giant tree? Anyway, the point is that those are tree trunks that were cut down. They span 2.5 miles in girth at the base and over 10 miles tall. Our planet was a very lush tropical planet at one time. Anyway, those are ancient tree trunks because what they are, Joe Lynn, is those are silicon-based. They're six-sided if you look at, uh, say, Devil's Tower in Wyoming, you will see that they're silicon-based because they're actually six-sided, uh, uh, the way they're formulated. They're not a, a standard tree ring growth as we have today. So we can change. Okay, here's another example. Have you ever seen perfectly round balls that are in uh, Costa Rica or Bosnia or in uh, Eastern uh, Eastern Europe and uh, Soviet uh uh, Soviet Union, they're perfectly round spheres. They're they're balls, okay, to us of different sizes. Okay, if you ever look, look it up and look up uh, in Costa Rica. Perfectly round, you know, just say round spheres, Costa Rica. What those are is they're petrified berries of gigantic plants that used to exist. They're perfectly round. They were not carved by ancient race. They're what was berries because. There is so much to relate to, but it, we don't have enough time. Uh, basically, there is an inner earth to ours that uh, it's multi-layered on our surface that we go from land, ocean, land, ocean, about five or six levels down. And every planet that the creator made has got an inner, uh, is, is, I don't call it hollow, but I'd say it's, uh, it's layered and it has an inner surface, meaning... Um, uh, it has a inner sphere. Okay, we live on the outside of this of, of Earth. That is 
we live on what is called the, uh, uh, what would mean, uh, uh, convex surface. Okay. On the, the surface actually wraps around and goes on the inside to a convex. There is ancient life forms and higher dimensional beings that, and humanoid as well, that live on the inside. Cisco Wheeler went with her father when she was 12 years old because uh, he was uh, multi-multi-levered uh, uh, Illuminati and went to inner earth and she saw so many different things, but I have to remind her of it when she hears me because they blank her memory. And this is typical. Um, plants on inner earth, they, they, they sing, unlike on the surface here. So sing as far as not human voice. Melody, okay, uh, music, sort of like tonal qualities. Uh, she saw races of uh, tall beings as well as short beings. Uh, one was albino colored. Um, ba- essentially, on our planet, we have uh, 72% of uh, water on our planet and 28% landmass. It's virtually reversed on the interior of our planet. It is uh, 75% land and uh, 25% water. However, the water on the inside of of our planet is fresh water. It's pure water. Uh, The reason our surface is uh, salt water is not because of the salt mines. There is enough salt on this planet to have salted the, the entire ocean. In my research over the decades is that there was a war in the past where they uh, tried to poison the other, the, it's, uh, and they what they did is they salted the water. And that's why we have salt water today. Anyway, I wasn't here to talk about that, but inner earth is absolutely fascinating, and so is flat earth, and both are real. So uh, I don't know what your interests are as far as what you're researching or where you what your topic specifically. I've probably gone off... Uh, on a tangent with uh, my knowledge base, but um, I I just happened to see your site and I wanted to come on board and see uh, uh, what what subject matter you talk about, see if there was any continuity with what I, I uh, uh, brief on. So I'll- but what we're definitely going to get in this, uh, this podcast went uh, considerably longer than we were expecting. We're, uh, so we're going to wrap it up. We usually do, you know, talk about uh, stuff in the news and we talk about our things. And like um, for Thanksgiving, we have Christopher Columbus coming in. So that should be interesting. If you'd like to join us for that day, too. Okay, I can do that. I'm going to I can do that. I'm going to put my email in, the, in your chat, okay? So you can snapshot it or copy it down, okay? All right. Thanks, and I can Chris. I can send you. I could tell you the truth about Christopher Columbus, but it would it would uh, shatter your uh, your your memories of him. Well, maybe you could talk to him because he's going to be here. It's true. Wait a minute, uh, not the Christopher Columbus of fourteen ninety two. Yeah, that Christopher Columbus. Yeah, Christopher Columbus of fourteen ninety two shows up at least once a year every time on our podcast. He really does. Well, that's what he calls himself. Okay, understood. Okay, understood. All right. I'm almost finished. Almost finished. Mine is Spectre nine nine zero. Spectre is British spelling, S P E C T R E. Wait, I thought you were going to put it in the. Uh, I am. I'm doing it now. Oh, but okay. I'm just saying it out loud. Okay. I got you. Okay. It's so, here. Go ahead, so other people can hear, and we're going to type it in as well. Well, this way you can cut. Everybody's the uh, the podcast shows of ones that have of similar. Uh, uh, content and uh, 
I shared my uh, email with them, and I I send out essays. I include them on it. So if this is in in accord with uh, what you like to present and learn about the knowledge we never learned in uh, uh, college or high school, then by all means contact me. Okay, you just identify there, so you can see it now. Email that we use for the podcast is what no hope for us all, which is N O H O P E, the number four, us. Or is it no hope for us? Yeah, for no us ho- all. Mm-hmm. All or just yeah. us? Us all. Us all. All right. Yeah. Tim, why don't you do this? Or Jolene, is that uh, send it to me in an email? You already have mine. But always send your information uh, offline, not on the. All right, all right. Good talking to you, Chris. All right, over and out. Nice meeting both. Stay well. All right. All right. Over Bye. and out. That was interesting. It was. Good guy. All right. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, we'll wrap it up. But we'll um, like I said, we're gonna do a podcast on um. On Thanksgiving. Well, of course. Because Christopher Columbus is coming in, yes. but we might do one this weekend. Because what we're going to see Wakanda Forever on Saturday. We are. So maybe when we get home after that, we'll do one. Isn't or maybe on Sunday we'll do one. We don't know, but okay. if not, for sure. Because we already sure. just did one for the weekend, I would think, today. Either way. All right. You know. We could do two in a weekend. Either way. All right. Well, it works out, it works out. It's true, but y'all stay safe out there, okay? Yeah, take care, everybody. Thanks for joining, and 